How to adapt through changes in business. Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're diving into a discussion about resiliency. How, as business owners, do we stay grounded when everything around us seems to shift and change? How do we stay the course when our favorite tools, our favorite tech can be here one day, gone the next. When the messaging around what works with marketing is one thing on a Monday and is another thing by Friday, how do you stay the course? How do you keep doing what you do when it feels like at any point in time, the ground can just kind of shift beneath you and the rug can find itself just being pulled away from you? Um, There's a bit of a funny story for how I started this conversation in my head and what I was thinking about when I started the show. And it starts with a bad haircut, a really bad haircut for me. It's actually not that bad. I'll survive it and I'll live to tell the tale, of course. But my hair has always been something that I've rather been proud of. It's curly. I keep it short. It's always been manageable, looks professional, and it always just simply looks well-kept and well maintained. I'm kind of a low maintenance person. I have a good haircut, a couple of good hair products, and I'm off to the races fairly easily. That's also because I've had the same girl cutting my hair from 2003, which is before I even met my husband, to uh, when I, the last possible second when I had to move to California. So it's been the same girl cutting my hair. She knows my hair. She knows me. She knows how to push me to go bolder and braver and try new things. She knows what my hair positively won't do if I get some cockamamie crazy idea. She's been my girl until I moved to California and needed to find a new girl. And suddenly, finding somebody who knew how to cut curly hair just hasn't been as easy as I thought. And I'm sitting in the middle of what I call a frizzy, bushy disaster that I think is either going to take someone's magic to kind of trim into or do something to fix up somehow, or a whole lot of patience on my part to just grip my teeth and bear through it until it can grow out again. And I was thinking about how much I've kind of relied on the consistency of a good haircut. Um, I'm not, like I said, I'm pretty low maintenance, um, but I always liked looking nice. And I remember the first time I was thinking about going on Facebook Live. And the first time I was thinking about putting my photo above the fold on my website as a way of advertising myself. One of the things that I did is I told myself, well, at least you have a good head of hair because you don't have to worry about being body conscious you don't have to worry about being self-conscious. One of my biggest insecurities is also is usually connected to somehow like my ability to move. Like I get self-conscious when I have to exercise at the gym. I get self-conscious when I'm trying new activities. You all heard the story of me doing a bike ride through North uh, New Hampshire one day. It just isn't my source of confidence. So something from the head up kind of works for me. I don't have to get in my head too much about it. And suddenly at a time when I'm transitioning my life and expanding my business, starting to scale up, suddenly I have this bad haircut. I can't turn to that. 
as my consolation prize. It can't be my security blanket. It can't be the thing I rely on. I have to learn how to force through, gut it through, grit my teeth, whatever you want to call it, and be resilient through the change. I know, bear with me, this sounds like a silly example, but think about what it was like for people who run their businesses primarily on Facebook when they heard the Facebook algorithm was changing, and suddenly business pages weren't going to get as much page views because Facebook is becoming pay to play. Or think about when Instagram was bought over by Facebook or any of the social media trends when MySpace went away and made way for Facebook. There have been so many changes in how we do things. When I started my online business, everyone was using Skype. Now everyone's using Zoom video conferencing. There's 50 million different email autoresponders. There's all these different ways to do graphics. When I started out in this field online two years ago or so, I could write an article and I could be guaranteed a million page views pretty easily if I knew the pain points to hit for people, if I knew how to connect, if I knew how to sort of come up with that catchy, sassy sassy headline, I knew how to get eyes on my content. None of that is as easy as it was two years ago. All of it has shifted. I was looking at my website for the blogs that I wrote um, right when I first started out. And the page views on the blogs of, you know, two years ago when nobody knew me are higher than the recent ones that I've written, you know, six months or so ago. I t- <laughs> I've kind of abandoned blog writing in favor of this podcast, but people aren't finding me as easily as they used to find me, partly because the online noise has gotten really loud, partly because the way people consume content is changing, and partly because I haven't stayed ahead of the curve of the latest and greatest ways to get traffic to your website. I'm actually in the middle of starting a new course for that to learn those very things and to get updated on those strategies. But the way we always do things doesn't work when we're trying to grow a business. We can't just follow some cookie cutter mentality on how to grow a business from A to Z and think it's going to stick. One of the things that I learned in my brick and mortar private practice is I filled my practice almost immediately from day one because I was the first private practitioner in the town who had a website. And we're going back like 15 years now, but nobody in my town was advertising their mental health therapy services on the web. So I got a lot of those initial contacts and phone calls, but then by the time I left a decade later, I couldn't just rely on some what I call the bookmark website that offers no content and was completely generic because nobody cared about those anymore. They wanted more content from me. They wanted to know more about me. And now in this day and age, they want your content audio, they want it visual, they want an audio transcript. People are consuming content in all kinds of ways. But as business owners, I think it's really fairly typical that we find the thing that works and we just want to stick on it. Like we just want to stick with it. We want to be able to lean on it, rely on it, and move on to the next phase of business building without recognizing that at 
any point in time, this is all going to shift and change. One of the things that I've been laughing at myself about recently given that my husband has a disability and that I am like so in love with California because the culture embraces accessibility, one of the things that's caught me off guard is the increased regulations on making content that we provide online accessible for all. So for the visually impaired, the auditory impaired, all of that, immediately I was like, my first thought when I heard that this was coming down the pipeline was like, oh my God, I don't know how to do that. Not reminding myself that one of my core values as a person is universal access to things. I completely forgot my core value because it became a moment of, I don't know how to do this. And I think that's what happens every single time the tides start to shift and change. Every time online businesses have to go with the flow, we are required to adapt. We're required to be resilient, and we're required to figure it out. How do we do that when we have absolutely no confidence in our ability to do it? It starts a little bit with what I was talking about in the last episode, about being okay with not being the expert, being okay with not knowing, being willing to ask for help, and being willing to accept help. Because there's other people in the business space who embrace change, who stay ahead of the curve, who love learning about the newest, latest, and greatest, and are happy to tell you. And there's always Google. Everything is Googleable. You can figure it out if you're willing to learn. But the biggest symptom when it comes to a lack of resiliency is people stop at the questions. They get intimidated by not knowing or they get resentful of having to know or learn or try something new. So instead they refuse to move. And they refuse to try something else because it reminds them that they might fail again. They might, it might not work. They're going to be thrown off their game and distracted. And it becomes an act of self-sabotage. How often did we see this with every single change in social media? But at the same time, we can't keep taking these online interventions, um, sort of software products or services or social media for granted. One of the things, I was just talking to Jess Lorimer about this. Um, You can find her at uh, smartleaderscell.com. She was telling me, and she and I were talking about this, the difference of the brick-and-mortar mindset versus the online business mindset. Because as a brick-and-mortar owner of a business that I owned for 10 years or so, I moved those values, that point of view, the way of moving through the world, and my work ethic, I largely just transferred that to the online space. But what I'm seeing about online business owners is there's this messaging out there that we can't seem to combat or fight. And it's the idea that an online business is easy. You just need a laptop to have the laptop lifestyle. When in fact, that's not entirely true. You need to have a business mindset. You need to be thinking about lead generation. You need to have a sales mentality that makes you fearless and unapologetic in asking for the sale. And you need to 
to know all of the different metrics of where your audience is, what their current pain points are, and where they're going to need to go next. Because everybody in this story grows and shifts and changes. And as online business owners, you cannot afford to take your eye off that ball. You may not always know how things are changing. You may not always know the direction in which they're changing. And those changes may take you entirely off guard. But when you stop paying attention, you start leaving money on the table, beginning, middle, and end. When you decide that you shouldn't have to change, or this is too complicated, or it's going to change again in five seconds, so you're not going to adapt now, you set yourself up to fail. And the thing that happens is it creates that self-fulfilling prophecy. You start to fail. You start to experience less leads. You start to generate less interest in your product, service, offering, website, fill in the blank. And suddenly you're losing traction and you're losing momentum. Resiliency is built on a willingness to figure it out to stay ahead of the curve, to constantly be trying something new. But when we rely too heavily on the way we've always done things, we leave that money on the table. We have to have a variety of tools in our toolbox, and one of them has to be adaptability. It has to be a willingness to try new things, to get outside of our comfort zone, and to allow other things to help us be confident. When I was thinking about my haircut and what I was going to do, the first thing I did is I asked for help. I went back to my old hairdresser, I took a picture of the mess I was dealing with, and I said, what do I tell the next person to do? What am I supposed to direct this person to do? And how can I fix it? But that's only part of the solution. The other part is recognizing that I kind of used my hair as a confidence booster. I kind of used it as a way to puff myself up, to be ready to show up online in public, to um be the way that I led and introduced people. And that might sound simple and stupid to some of you, but I think you all can think of the things that you have that give you a sense of confidence as business owners that allow you to talk yourself into the daring greatly moments. Whatever yours, your thing is, your hang up, your, your security blanket is, Think about what happens if you lose it. We don't get to just say, oh, well, there it goes. I can't be secure anymore. We do have to find an alternative. And we can't just say we need this one thing. Our entire business relies on this one thing. So for me, I can't just say the only way I talked myself into going on Facebook Live or the only way I got comfortable presenting on a live stage or going into conference rooms and talking to local businesses was because I knew I had a good haircut. I know that sounds so dumb. It sounds dumb to me saying it, but you get the point. I also have to tune in to the other things I bring to the table, my intellect, my experience, my business know-how, the fact that I am now running my, uh, you know, my second, third business, If you, technically my third business, I think, if we want to get technical. So I have the chops and the experience necessary to go with the flow, even
even when the thing that I relied on to feel confident, to feel in tune with myself, and to feel confident gets taken away. That's what requ- that's what's required of us if we are going to be adaptive and if we are going to be resilient. We have to always be willing to find the plan B. It's not about living without comfort. It's not about living outside our comfort zone, which I think a lot of people mistake healthy mindset for. That healthy mindset means that you just live without fear and you take action and you don't even think about it. It's about recognizing that we need different sources of confidence. We need different sources of reminders of our competence so that when we lose one, we don't fall apart. So we have to tune into other things. If you're leaning on one part of your business right now, if you're entirely focused on one social media platform, one business building strategy, one mentor's point of view, you are screwed if you lose that one thing. What you want to do is get a variety of options. Know what your tools are, know what's best used in any particular situation, and then know how to choose it. That helps you develop a plan. It helps you stay on track, it gets you focused, and it keeps you standing when the winds and the tides start to shift and change. That way, the next time there's the newest, greatest online invention, the next time the social media turn, you know, sort of winds start to turn and they leave Periscope for Facebook Live, for Instagram stories, for YouTube live streaming, you will be okay. You won't feel like your business is falling apart because your business won't be at risk of falling apart. You are not going to build a business on someone else's land. You are not going to rely on one sole strategy. You are not going to stay married to a singular point of view. You are going to be open to change when necessary. You're going to stay on You're going to stay focused on task when you don't need to. And then when it's time to shift, move, or pivot, you are going to embrace that. That's how it happens. With repetition, with practice, and with a willingness to be adaptive and resilient. That way, your business remains strong and open to growth no matter what's happening around you. Thanks so much for bearing with me and joining me in this kind of crazy analogy of a show. Halfway through the show, I was like, oh, I don't know that this is the best example, but I hope you understood my point. I hope you got something from this, and I would love to know what you're thinking about, what's on your mind, what your particular struggles are right now in your life or business. You can always find me over at Heather at ChooseToHaveItAll.com. Update me on how you're doing. Toss question my way. I'll gladly feature it on the show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay strong, stay resilient, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.